Hey, Uncle, do you know about the State Department? Like the United States State Department? Yeah, the, U- the United States State Department. Department <laughs> of State, actually. V- vaguely. Can you can you fill me in on it? Um, well, I was hoping that you, <laughs> that you, that you Hey, Emcall, long time no see. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going, everyone? This is extremely awkward. This, this I is. don't know um, what to say or um, how to say it. How about you, Emcall? Uh, we have been recording and posting episodes for the past year, but they've somehow not shown up on the internet. And why has no one commented about it? Yeah, you know? seriously. I haven't gotten a single comment from someone <laughs> saying, hey, love the show. Love the podcast that you guys are putting up. Wait, I mean, we've put out how many episodes has it been, Emcall? It's probably what we do it every week. It's been about a year, so probably fifty-two episodes. Didn't we do like a whole month though, where we did it twice a week? Yeah, you're right. We did. I forgot about that one. We called it <laughs> Jazz in January. <laughs> Jazzy January. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, was, that was a great, great month. It was. It was. We we talked so much about all the best topics. Uh, a lot of good topics. We we ranked in order the our favorite shellfishes based on appearance. And love then, mussels. Gotta love them. I'm a big uh, scallops person. Really? Yeah. I yeah. remember that from our conversation. Of <laughs> exactly. Uh, oysters yeah. was a second for both of us. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the pearls. Woo! And um, what was the least favorite one again? I can't seem to remember. I'm called shrimp. Shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. They deserve to be in last place. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, everybody, my name's Skanky. Welcome to the Shenantics podcast. It's been a little while, supposedly, since you guys have heard our voices. And I'm speaking with McCall. He also goes by M. Call. Hello, M. Call. Hi. How's it going? Hello, everyone. So for like listeners who like maybe haven't been paying attention to us for a year for some reason, let's say. They haven't really been tuned into our podcast, which has really made us sad, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's been going on, M. Call? What's not, what's why why haven't people heard us for not not our fault? It's not our a fault. technical difficulties. I'm gonna I'm technical gonna, on their on their end. I'm gonna chalk it up to that. But uh, what what happened? You know, hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, if it weren't for technical difficulties, mm-hmm. why have people not heard from us? Yeah, I think it's probably because we both started new jobs. That's kind of BS, I think. <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> um I don't cause I'm asking because I don't really have an answer. It just kind of faded, right? Yeah. I mean it just it just did. things happen, you know? It did. Yeah. It did. So Yeah. But like Twitch, kinda. It's the same thing. I, I was just about to say that. I was like, it's like it's like where your favorite streamer is, and then your favorite streamer like streams a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less, and then the next thing you know, it's been months, if not years, before they posted anything. So, speaking yeah. of which, actually, I have to say this. Like, that's a very good. Um, it reminds me of something. So, I have been watching a crazy amount of Minecraft YouTube. Like that is my bread and butter. What year is it? <laughs> right exactly exactly so i watch i watch tons and tons and tons of uh minecraft youtube these days who who is making like i know there's a lot of minecraft youtubers out there mm-hmm. but who's like making content so that's good and you watch that that's still fresh hermitcraft hermitcraft is the big multi yeah there's also what i guess i don't watch dream to dream survival multiplayer. Um, I heard about him, yeah. Yeah, but I don't I don't watch that, but um I watch Hermitcraft, which is like what is that? I think there's 18 YouTubers that play on the server together. Um mm. that is primarily what I watch for my YouTube viewing. But what it reminded me of though is so I was watching that and I've been watching I watch it every day, multiple times a day. I watch it, you know, lunch, after work, all that good stuff. And I was thinking back to like the like content creators i used to watch back in the day mm. and so few almost none of them still create content on twitch or youtube anymore yeah that is crazy to think about actually like if you think about like the mind crack group that like used oh, to yeah there's like, like so few of them 
create any content anymore. And it's like, there's been a weird spike recently where a few of them have started to, but like, if you go to like their YouTube cha- page, it's like looking back and it's like, hasn't uploaded something for like two and a half years. Or if they have been uploading, they play a completely different game. And it's like, it's mm. really interesting to see. Um, and the same thing, like when I go to Twitch, like I go to, you know, Twitch and try and find old content creators that I used to watch to play Minecraft. And even that's incredibly difficult. So it's, uh, it's just, it's very interesting interesting to me the the kind of the the changing the changing of the yes. guard i would say i guess I, I don't know it's been there's a bit of a like a progression mm-hmm. uh, like a different there's a different group of people that are streaming than when we, sh- we used to stream right yeah um and i because i think like the goals of streaming have changed in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um and also like video content like all like content creation in general has like kind of shifted oh. over the over the years like thinking back to when we like first started and we're streaming, God, it's so so different. Uh, I like what we were trying to do, and like I, it just all seems so outside the realm of like now. I it, don't know. It feels I, like I can't a imagine it. Different world to me, and I, yeah. I. But I'm also curious though how different it is for people that like still are active with twitch right is it i always am curious is it because i'm now i now feel like an outsider looking in that i feel like everything has changed or has it actually changed right is it like Hmm. if if i was still watching the amount of twitch that i watched back in the day today would i still see a drastic change from what it used to be or is it that you and i were always operating in like a corner of Twitch that still exists, right? Like has mm. mainstream, the very popular parts of Twitch have that changed, but like what you and I like were doing back in the day, like does that still exist? And like, do people have the smaller communities that they are engaged with and they are making their friendships through and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that stuff still exists. I think it's, there's just so many... There's so many streamers now. Not mm-hmm. that there there wasn't a lot back in the day, I and mean, there was still a good amount. But I think um, there's a little bit of a case of like um, more so than before that the big streamers get bigger, and it's much easier for them to get larger, and the small guys kind of fade out a little mm-hmm. bit. Even if you're like, I think you're super dedicated. I think there's, although there was a good amount of luck involved when we first started. Let's say there was sixty percent luck. When we started, yeah, I think it's more like ninety five percent luck now. Yeah, yeah. Of like how how you get big and who you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. Did we did we discuss before we had all of our technical difficulties? Did we just ever dis- mm. Did this happen? What am I trying to say? Did this event occur when we were still posting episodes regularly? When it was that huge leak of all the the Twitch earning data? Oh. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yo, I totally forgot about that. I don't know if that was a... I got to look that up because I don't remember. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Um, that What's interesting to me looking at that is it was, I think... At least in that was my after that was after our last episode. It was. It was supposedly after. our supposed last episode. Yeah, yeah. That that one, the the infamous one. Yeah, um, yeah. But what really surprised me when I was looking at that was how quickly the Twitch the earnings dropped off. Right, like hmm. you, you barely got out of the top hundred before people were making a fraction of what the top streamers were. Right. Like, yeah, you had like the top 10 streamers were making obscene amount of money. And then by the time you got to like streamer 90 to 100, it was a small fraction of what that was. Um, mm-hmm. And it just kind of, I guess, if you were like looking at it, it was like, oh man, if I can make it as a big streamer one day and like I'll be set. And you're like, like, I'm kind of looking at it. I'm looking at the hours that these people are putting in to create this content, right? Like just like the amount of time, like a really good streamer, a really good top streamer that streams all the time. That's putting in more than 40 hours a week, just streaming alone. And then everything they do outside of that to like network and um, like build other content that they might post elsewhere and engage in discord and YouTube. Like they're putting in crazy and crazy, crazy amounts of money or amount of time. But like what they're, Twitch side profits that they're making 
were, doesn't seem to be what I would imagine that they would be making. Um, yeah. And granted, they could have income from other sources too, right? Like sponsorships and everything like else. Sponsorships mostly, yeah. But yeah. like on the Twitch side of it, it was just, it wasn't where I would imagine it would be. Like you look at someone that like, you go in their stream regularly and they would have like, you know, 3,000 to 5,000 viewers regularly. And it's like, they weren't making, you know, a million dollars a year. Like I would always imagine that they would be. Um, so I don't know. It was just, that's, that, that was, that was really eye opening to me. Um, just kind of where, how that, all that kind of shook out. Um, and then outside of like critical role, it was disheartening, like to see that, that some of the top streamers being like, you are like, nothing that like i would ever aspire to <laughs> and you are like the top yes, i know i know it's not 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 the best role models right no no I, I would say like um what people i guess it comes up in conversation every once in a while mostly it only ever came up back in the day when people used to do 24-hour streams remember that stuff yep yep back in the 24-hour stream days where there was like that was the thing right 24-hour mm-hmm. streams um but there's like a real really bad um like that's super unhealthy to, to be streaming that much. Yeah. When you're like the small streamer trying to like quote unquote break into it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like, um, you know, obviously if you have a goal, you should s- set out for it, right? Like you should definitely, I'm not saying don't go for it hundred percent, like put a hundred percent into it and do it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, there's a like major, like there's a balance that you need to have when yeah. you're, when you're doing streaming, you can't be doing these 12 hour days or like, God, even near, near the end of when I stopped streaming, doing four hours, even three hours was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was totally done. I was totally like tired of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like four years of constantly streaming three, three hours, four times, sometimes five times a week. Yeah. That was like crazy. I don't know. Like back in the day, I try to think back and I'm like, fuck, I must have been like nuts. I was... <laughs> I was working Monday to Friday. I was streaming Monday through Saturday Mm -hmm. uh, and and taking off Wednesdays and Sundays. And every day, I really wouldn't miss that much. Every day I would stream for like four, sometimes five hours. And then uh, Sundays, what was my day off? Sundays, I used to have another job Mm -hmm. that I used to work. Mm -hmm. And I used to wake up early in the morning for that. Yeah. So there was really like no breaks ever, um, which like, hey, like the grind is real. I get that. I know that's like a meme or whatever. But like, yeah, you got to grind for it. You got to work on it. But uh, shit, like it's really unhealthy. Like it's not good for your mental health. It's not good for like your physical health. Like uh, did, I ever, did I ever talk about on the podcast about how I fucked up my eye from streaming? No. Yeah, so... Hold on, though. Real quick before we get to this, I just have to yeah. point out that we sound really fucking old right now. <laughs> Dude, it's fine. I don't give a fuck. It's okay. We are old, okay? We're a bunch of old souls. All right? Ex-Twitch addicts, okay? How... The, the progression of this podcast. Jeez. Right? right? My God. All right? My God. Anyway, I fucked up my eye, which I think I messed up a couple... I, I mentioned a couple of times on stream before. Mm-hmm. I was streaming so much... And I was coming back from work wearing my contact lenses mm-hmm. that I got a cyst in my eye. Oh, my God. From staring at the screen, from, like, wearing my contacts. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, it fucked up my eye. Not permanently, luckily. But, like, it was, like, that. That at that point, that was, like, somewhat of a wake-up call for me, being, like, hmm, like, maybe I should, like, chill a little bit. But I didn't chill. Mm-hmm. I kept going, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for a while. Yeah. Um, so like I don't know, man. I, I it's so like rough. It is small streamers. It it, it really is. <laughs> but you know, actually, I will say this: like on two levels. Like first of all, I I so look fondly back on those times. Like yeah, I know I'm being a negative Nancy, but we did have a lot of. Rumors. We had so much fun on some, that, but I don't think it's just. At least from what I felt, I don't think it's just a grind for the small streamers i think it's also a grind if like you're actually looking for connections within these communities like if you're a viewer of small streams and like you're actually looking for like a community to join i also think that is very difficult at times um on two levels right like you are 
investing a lot of time to watch different content creators um, to either engage with them or engage with like the communities around them. And like, especially if it's a bigger streamer, like I saw this a lot when I feel like when I was watching ammunitions streams is that in order to feel like I was part of the community, I had to dedicate an crazy amount of time to keeping up on like what's going on in discord or what's going on in her stream. So like, I don't miss like in jokes. So like, I know what everyone else is doing that. I always feel like I can kind of like keep the same friend group I had. Um, and I feel like it's this, it's that. And more so if like you are engaged in communities around multiple small streamers, right? Like to try and like, balance that and like watching that and there is a part of it where it's like it is enjoyable and it is entertainment to do it but like there also is an obligation that feels like it's attached to it and that's the part that Mm. can really weigh on like your mental health that like i feel like i can't miss out like on saturday night stream because like that is like the community i'm involved in and if you take me out of that then i'm also missing out losing out on some of the social connections i have um and i just and and maybe it's because like i'm a fomo person where like i don't want to miss out on anything that ever happens um regardless of like who and where my friends are but i feel like i felt that a lot um back in the twitch days is that when i was more active and i I feel that now like whenever i pull up twitch now like a lot of times i don't log in if i find a stream i want to watch because like the engaging aspect of it kind of becomes exhausting to me um just even like thinking about it because like i'm like i don't really like there's just a lot that's attached to it. And so I feel like across the board, it can be kind of a lot for everyone involved. Um, yeah. Lots of fun, yeah. but I do. It, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm, I'm thinking back to what I said. I was definitely being a huge negative dancer. <laughs> I want to say again, I had a lot of really good times. Okay. The number one thing I miss about streaming regularly is the people. Mm-hmm. I miss like talking to people more often. Not so much UM call, but like other people, mm-hmm. you know? I get that. Because like, I don't really like talking to you, to be honest. <laughs> so that's really why the podcast ended. Oh. because we oh. had a huge fight. Remember the huge fight we yeah, had? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to or, air our dirty laundry me. on stream, but yes. You punched me. Yes. You flew to New York and you punched me in the face. Remember it's, that? Uh, yeah. I remember it. Yeah. Do you know how much my tickets were? They were $500 front trip. Totally yeah, worth it. And, that, and then you asked me, you know what the worst part is? You asked me to comp it for you. Exactly. Your way back to Chicago, which I thought was ridiculous. You know what's even more ridiculous? I paid it. I know. I couldn't believe it. Which is just crazy. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, I had um, <laughs> great times on Twitch, and I miss talking with everybody like regularly. And I feel like I need to like check up on people more and like message them on Discord. Although I don't go on Discord really at all anymore. Um, but like, yeah, like I do miss that aspect, like seeing the same people every once in a while and saying, hey, it's ah, God, it was a good time. It was a good time. But we got other things. M. Cole, what did, what did you when you when you stopped streaming? What did you replace streaming with? <sighs> Work. No, work, work, is, work, work is what I work is mostly what I replaced it with. Honestly, um, uh-huh. I feel like I rededicated myself more to my career, and I feel like mm. that it was partly. Gavala's here, Gavala. So, sorry, I'm come on in. <laughs> Say hello. Yeah, you're you're live on the podcast. Welcome. We're streaming this live on Twitch right now. It's live. Remember we, we, we proposed that back in the day? We were going to we do that. Propose. And then we never, never you happened. Say, you want to say hello? You want to put the headphones on? Come on down. Hold on. I'm going to give her the headphones. Come on. Come on down. You're on the, you're on the podcast. Oh, here. Yeah. I've had those for a while. Just come closer. Oh my god, hi. Oh my god, hi Gabala. Oh my god. I can hear it too. He's really loud. I miss you so much. How are you? I miss you too. I'm great. I'm great. I need to come visit you guys. <gasps> the magic words. I'm so happy. Uh, that's true. That he's gonna visit. Yeah, no, no, just 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 you, not skanky. Just you. Okay, just me. This, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Last yeah. time he came here, he punched me in the face. That's true. Oh, he did it. Yeah. No. It's true. <laughs> Gabble is a pro Shenetics co-host right here. <laughs> I literally, he was like, come on over, put the headphones on. I was like, I'm going to have to listen to my own voice now. 
<laughs> you're like my you biggest wanna, nightmare. Take over semantics from it. I mean, we got a new host. Does it mean that it's going to be happening regularly then? It's up to you. It's up no, to you. No, no, that, no. That's what you do as a Sounds co-host. Like she's game. <laughs> she's game. Listen, all right, we'll set up I, a recording I schedule. I call's voice all the time. So. <laughs> Don't say that because then he'll want to podcast all by himself and then it'll be like a whole thing. Oh, it'll be great. Well, it'll be great. I mean that the podcast is going to be happening again? Because if you're concerned about him okay. having a podcast Okay, time to, time time to go. Wait, hold up. Time hold up. Before, ga- before Gabriel leaves, I, before Gabla, I, I, have one, I have one question for her. I have one question. I have one question for her. Oh, what's your question, I'm called? I'll relay it. What should we do for our food finish? What should we do for our food finish? Oh my god, I was actually wondering if you guys are going to do a food finish. Oh my <laughs> god, you have a real fan. <laughs> here in the plush. My goodness. I mean, yeah. What's the food finish going to be? She's thinking. I'm trying to think of if it should be something like seasonal versus just anything. Oh my god, you're really thinking hard about this. You know, you want to know how hard we thought about food finishes? Not very hard. Do you want to come back or do you, do you have a apple crisp? Or apple, like favorite apple related dishes. How about apple that? Ooh, like dishes? I like that. Good, actually. That is yeah, really good. Okay, cool. Can Gabble be the producer for the podcast? Gabble is the executive <laughs> exactly. producer. Exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. Yeah. Check perfect. it out on rocks. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, what were what okay. were what Bye, was, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, she said, "I love you." Oh, I love you too. To M. Cole. Yeah, he knows. He knows. No, he's a, he's aware. Don't worry. Do you not? Do you have to relay back? I love you too. He says, I love you too. There we go. Okay, <laughs> See, she smiled. There we go. We, we gotta, this is All one-sided right. audio here. She can't hear me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness. What, we, oh, what, what well, did you replace? So it, so it partly it was work. Um and then the second part was, and I think this is why I was saying everything I said earlier, is I replaced it with like non-engaged content. Right? Like content that mm. like like I didn't feel like I had to engage with. And there Twitch played a big part of that for me back in the day, but it's just like more so. I think this is why I've gravitated from Twitch to YouTube is that I feel like it's easier for me for me to throw on a YouTube video and just kind of zone out. And that's what I mm. need at the end of the day where I used to do that with Twitch, but then there is an aspect of like engaging and being active, even if you are just kind of have it on in the background, because when things happen, you want to hop over and like chat about whatever it is that's going on. And mm. that was what I kind of didn't need in my life and why I switched over on that. Yeah, that's interesting, you know, because I never I never treated Twitch as like that for me. I always had YouTube mm-hmm. as like uh like as my thing that I watch. Mm-hmm. I, I think I watch I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, just generally Twitch for me was like, I open up streamers streams that I like, Mm -hmm. but I never actually watch them. I just mute them. Oh, interesting. Uh, So it was all the community side. Super freaking random. No, I don't even read chat. So, so you just, you just throw (laughs) out, have them up. (laughs) But the thing is, if it's somebody that's like an actual friend Mm -hmm. that I know, then I will actually watch them Mm -hmm. stream. But if it's just like some person. Um, I think it's like ingrained in into me from like way back in the day where just like, hey, you're a viewer and you're helping them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Day. I don't talk in chat. I don't like do anything. I just have like right now I have like four streams open. I'm not even why I don't even they're muted and they're just streamers that I have open. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't even do anything with them. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah, I'm weird. You you that understatement of the century I'm really strange that you know you, and i just that you I just are don't get it you know i don't get it so what did you replace your time with when you when you stepped away from twitch uh i do uh rock climbing now <gasps> what yeah i really got into it oh my god stopping streaming oh my god i used to love rock climbing i'm loving it oh is it it's, it's like a, Really good time. It's like all puzzle solving and physical it activity. Is. It's so good. It's a lot good. of mental. A lot of mental and people don't think about that, but it's a lot of like st- strategy mm-hmm. and like puzzles, which you love puzzles, I know. Love puzzles. Um, And I got into it probably around October okay. of last year. Oh, wow. All so right. So around, around the time when I stopped streaming, I guess. Um, 
And I started going like pretty hardcore. I went at that time, like I went around four times a week mm-hmm. um, and I got like really into it. I got like a gym subscription and then I hurt myself. So I stopped going a little bit and then I went again and then I hurt myself again. <laughs> I started going more. Um, and then, yeah, I'm not hurt anymore. So I'm going more again now. Or I'm starting up to start going like four times a week again. God, I'd like to. You and I are such kindred spirits. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Remember, I had a like strong phase of bouldering all the time. Ah, yes. And yes, like I did. And then like shaving. We were both had like oh, our, we were both in the shaving. Exactly. Yeah, like we, yeah. we, you and I have like I, the the like I liked photography, but never to the level that you were. A photographer um you were always much better and involved with it than i was um but no i feel like i feel like our our overlap in hobbies maybe it's just because we're the same demographic but i guess so yeah our, i guess we are but we it's have weird we have we have crazy overlap in hobbies it's been yeah that's, that's <laughs> you should insane. pick up bouldering again you know i i'm in the middle of packing right now and i found my bouldering gear when i was cleaning out one of the closets so you already have shoes i already have shoes i exactly i'm perfect i got it i got shoes and the chalk bag and everything the chalk this is great exactly i can can start up whenever i want yeah you can do whatever the hell you want exactly it'll be your life you want to live it that's right it's exactly i used to um at my peak bouldering days, I would used to go over lunch because the bouldering gym was like two blocks away from my work. Cool. And so it was perfect. Like go over during lunch, climb for like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, and then go back to work and finish it out for the day. And that was, that was so good. That was that sounds really cool. Actually. Yeah. That was I, nice. go, I go after work and like, I'm tired by that time, mm-hmm. but it's still like, it's the only time I can go. So yeah. That's yeah. When I have to do it. But then on weekends, I spend a little bit more time. Mm hmm. Um, but I want to be like better. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to think about how I can make the next step. Like, should I get a coach? Should I like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. hard. Cause you hit, you hit like these plateaus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in climbing. And it's like trying to figure out like what to do. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. No, I totally hear that. I totally agree. Oh man. Climbing was so much fun. I might have Hell yeah, that you should again. do it, bro. I should do it again. I might. I you might. know, talking about you traveling, mm-hmm. you know, um, to the climbing gym, mm-hmm. I have a little segment idea here. Not a segment. I just did an idea to talk about something. All right. Um, so this was something. Gabala, I'm going to be talking about your your uh, thing that you told me about, the travel advisory stuff. Yeah, the State Department travel advisory. Yeah, not all of them, but like the, the other ones. I need to tell Gabla because this is her idea. Because I'm executive <laughs> producer. This is a good podcast topic. This is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm calm. That's what. Yeah, I did. I'm good. Yeah, I got it. I'm good. Okay, I'm called. Do you know about uh, the, the. Hey, I'm called. Do you know about the State Department? <laughs> like the United States State Department? Yeah, the Un- the United States State Dep- Department of State actually, the Bureau of Consular Affairs. V- vaguely, can you can you fill me in on it? Um, well, I was hoping that you, <laughs> that you, that you would, I was hoping that you would know, but give me like one second because I could just go to their about page and So, like, the State Department oh, is is the diplomatic you know? the diplomatic arm of the United States government. Exactly. Yeah, I was just wanted you to answer. I need the answer. <laughs> But I didn't know exactly how to describe it. Perfect. You know, perfectly. (laughs) Anyway, so the State Department handles your passports, your visas, fun things like that when you Mm -hmm. want to travel outside of the U.S., which there are places outside of the U.S., surprisingly. Wow. I know. Yeah. I I learned that, too, when I went on the (laughs) travel.state.gov. By the way, this podcast sponsored by the State Department. (laughs) Of? The United States of? Seychelles. Macaroon. <laughs> the State Department of sponsors this episode. My favorite place in America. Um, so anyway, when you go to the State Department, they have these things called travel advisories. Okay. So like they're advising you to not go someplace mm. or to go someplace. All right. And they have a list, a nice, nice organized list for you. Of places where you should maybe not travel. Okay. <laughs> okay. But they have four designations. Okay. So they got level one, which is exercise normal precautions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is like, you know, if you're going to Canada, okay, if you're going to uh, the Czech Republic, 
all right, are hungry. Okay, these are level ones, okay? Exercise normal precautions. Okay. Whatever the hell's going on, okay? Then they got number, uh, they got level two, which is exercise increased caution. Ooh. Ooh. What could that mean? Okay, so you're thinking about, okay, Jordan, Kazakhstan, Indonesia, India, actually, an exercise in, uh, caution. Uh, Liberia, Madagascar. For some reason, the Netherlands is on there. Fascinating. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, then we got level three. Mm-hmm. Which is reconsider travel. Wait, hold okay. on though. Go back up, back up a second. Let's go to level two. Yeah, level two. What is exercise increased caution? That's a great question. Okay, so according to exercise increased caution. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, so level two is be okay. That's actually a good idea. I should explain each one. Level one. Let's go back to level one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Level one, which is exercise normal precautions. This is the lowest advisory level for safety and security risk. There is some risk in any in any international travel. Conditions in other countries may differ from those in the United States and may change at any time. So it's just like, hey, be careful because you're traveling, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, level two, which is exercise increased caution. Be aware of heightened risks to safety and security. That's all it says. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now, level three reconsider travel is avoid travel due to serious risks to safety and security. They really don't go any deeper into why that <laughs> is the case, but it does. All right. Oh, on the country pages, it says, okay, perfect. See our executive producer coming in. This, yeah, seriously. What very, would we, what would we, what would we do without her? Nothing. Obviously. Let's see. Like what's a level three country that I could give you an idea of here. Um, we got, where are my level threes at, baby? Oh, okay. So Pakistan is a level three. Uh, Papua New Guinea, Hong Kong, Jamaica, mm-hmm. Egypt, Guatemala, El Salvador. Okay, so those are your level threes. And then, call. we have the dreaded level four, which is don't, don't, don't. do not travel. Oh, so not even just reconsider. It's like, don't no, go. It is saying don't fucking go okay? okay do not travel this is the highest advisory level due to greater likelihood of life-threatening risks all right during an emergency the u.s government may have very limited ability to provide assistance the department of state advises the U- that u.s citizens not travel to the country or to leave as soon as it is safe to do so okay and those are the countries we will be are you eating dunkaroos right now gamelon <laughs> oh you want to provide <laughs> dear old nick Uh-huh. Oh, Dunkaroos. We could do that. Okay, sorry. I, I'm getting distracted here. Okay, let's... So, I want the, the I want to talk about the level fours, mm-hmm. okay? Because these are the countries that you do not want to travel to, according to the State Department, who is sponsoring this podcast. No, they're not. They are. Um, okay, so, Emcole, do you have any ideas? You know, throw some countries out for me. What do you think are some level fours? I have three ideas. Okay, talk to me, baby. Russia? Ukraine. Russia is on there. Ukraine is on there. Afghanistan. On there. How many are on the list? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Way more than I would have thought. Are level four. Are they places that you can actually travel to? Like is North Korea on the list? You can travel to North Korea. I guess not with a U.S. passport anymore, can I? I don't think so. Okay, I know we're getting, we're getting there, Gabala. Is it on the list? Uh, North Korea is on the okay, list. Okay, all right. Oh, do not curious. Care. Is where is Cuba? Where is Cuba? Great question. My guess is three. My guess is three, but it might be two. Cuba is a level two. Oh, there we go. All right, it's probably very interesting, actually. Right? Yeah, that really is. That really is. Are there uh, are there okay. any level fours that I should be apprised of? Sorry, say that again. I'm are there any level fours that I should know about? So, I mean, I think just we'll just read them off real quick. Okay. okay? Yep. So these are places that you probably, I mean, you're you're probably not going to go to them, right? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. One day Sarah could just say, "Yo, one day we're going to Libya." It's possible, actually. Yeah, you're right. All right. There you go. Level four, baby. I need to know about these. Okay. 
Here you go. This is very important, okay? Mm -hmm. Because maybe Sarah doesn't know about this and you're going to need to tell her. That's true. Okay? So we got Ukraine. You're right about that. Afghanistan. Haiti. Okay. Yemen. All right. Venezuela. Syria. Sudan. South Sudan. Somalia. North Korea. Libya. Iraq. Iran. Burma. Russia. Mali. Central African Republic. Burkina Faso. And Belarus. Okay. Hold on. Can we back up a second? Yeah, this is on. a very, very minor point, and I don't know if I need to blame you or blame the State Department. I'm assuming I need to blame the State Department. What order are these countries in? Why don't you put them in alphabetical no order. order? Why do you put them in alphabetical order? If I'm like, I want to be like, oh, is Russia on the list? I could go to R, or I could read the whole fucking list to find out if Russia's so, on it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is my fault or the State Department's <laughs> fault, but I'm, 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 I'm organizing them by level. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, I uh, see. Okay. Yeah, I'm organizing them by level, so I don't think they put them in alphabetical order. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I anyway, don't think so I wanted to. I wanted to focus on one country. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, although there are other countries in this list that we could look at. We're not singling out any country. I'm just saying this is an interesting one of Yemen. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yemen has some crazy things. On their reasons for not going to Yemen. All right. Okay. A lot of level. You can figure out why you should not travel there. Mm -hmm. Okay. The first sentence is a civil war continues in Yemen. <laughs> okay. Okay. In addition, terrorist groups continue to plot and conduct attacks. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Then they got, you know, military conflict, significant destruction. And if that wasn't enough. It says cholera is pleasant and is present in Yemen. Oh my gosh. Okay? Limited availability. There's also a very high risk of kidnapping. Great. Okay. Now, let's just say, I'm call you ignored all of that, right? Mm -hmm. You decided to go to Yemen. Okay. Don't worry. The State Department has you covered. All right. Even though they, they even, section, even though they told me not to go. Even though they told you not to go, they said, yo, if you decide to travel to Yemen, here are some bullet points. Okay. Okay. First of all, Visit the website for travel to high-risk areas. Very important, okay? Mm -hmm. Number two on the list, draft a will. <laughs> <laughs> and designate appropriate insurance beneficiaries and or power of attorney. Holy shit. Okay? <laughs> Number three, discuss a plan with loved ones regarding care and custody of children <laughs> and pets and property and non-liquid assets like collections and artwork and funeral wishes. Share important documents and login information and points of contact with loved ones. Pretty much the State Department is saying, you're going to die. I was just about to say, <laughs> it's like, here, we have some advice if you do choose to go there. Prepare for death. Like, Yeah, was, pretty much. Also, pretty much. Also, I like, like your first one was like, make sure you have a will. And I was like, oh, shit. And then like, it just <laughs> got worse. It was like, it was, I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, prepare, prepare a will. Oh, by the way, bring plenty of water and food. And it's like, no, no. It's like, no, no you're going to die. Yeah. Like, so oh, prepare. Man. But this is my favorite line. And this was Gabla's favorite line as well, which is why she shared this with me. It was the most polite way possible of saying this. Share important documents, login information, and point of contact with loved ones so that they can manage your affairs. If you are una unable to return as planned to the United <laughs> States. <laughs> oh my God, that is. All right. I like that. Which is just so polite. That is right? so polite. It's just so nice. Oh my gosh. Right? That's crazy. Yeah, th there's some crazy stuff in here. Um, and I think, Gabble, is it true? There are, there are um, this is only the summaries for some of these, right? You could like look at the longer versions. Yemen? Yeah, this is pretty ridiculous. So, like, this one has a short, like, little TLDR on top, and then it goes into this. Uh huh. Summary. Okay. But some of them, it has, like, a much longer summary. You know, I wanted to see if there's. Man, Antarctica has a level two exercise increased caution. I actually oh, all right. Happen. I mean, that probably makes sense. Why, even though it's, it's obvious, but it's funny. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's anyone down there that can help. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, i'm gonna go to the uh state department's office down in antarctica it's gonna be great this health they'll yeah the state department can help you in a kidnapping in antarctica just in case <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy so yeah this this is a fun little uh exercise oh, 
It's not this one. Can you well? Can you imagine yeah, being the person tasked with writing that? Oh yeah, I mean that that sounds fun. Like if your job is like, can you please write the warnings on the State Department website? Great, got it. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what Seychelles is about. I mean, sorry, Seychelles. Oh, it's level one. What? Wow. For a little bit more. I was yeah. too. I was too. I, 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 um, one of, uh, one of our like friends, more distant friends went to, uh, say for their honeymoon. And so we got to see pictures oh. of it and it looked amazing. And now I think that like you and I should go for some romantic trip out there. I think it'd be perfect. I think that sounds amazing. And I would love to do that. Perfect. And I kind of want to become a dual citizen of say yeah, I think I do too. I think I do Which too. Which I think is uh, totally possible. I'm sure we can make a donation and they would give us a passport. Maybe, maybe. Let's try it. I okay, I can open great. up an office um, out there. It'd be great. That's perfect. Yeah. Plan your visit on shaychalet.com. Excellent. I can't wait. No, I do. I do. I do want to go there. I think that would be that would be that would be pinnacle. I can retire at that point. Once I have once I mean, it sounds great. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be lovely. So. Perfect. I'm going to, I'll plan that out. We'll go 2024. Let's plan 2024. Yeah. I, oh yeah. I'll, I'll make that work. Perfect. With my schedule. I'll just put it on my calendar now. Yep. Just and then uh, do an all day event here. from January 1st to December 31st. <laughs> <We could. laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just put it on the calendar and then I'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Wonderful. Can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, sorry. This is what I wanted to mention for Syria. There is a specific warning from the state department. The U.S. government particularly warns you, uh, private U.S. citizens against traveling to Syria to engage in armed conflict. Huh. So they're just letting you know. All right. Don't do it. All right. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't say that they didn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's like it's like the terms and conditions or content warnings where it's like got to put it up there because in case someone wants to sue us about it. Screw exactly. screw sovereign immunity. <laughs> like, exactly. Like... Exactly. You know, Emco. Actually, talking about armed conflict, what's going on with MoviePass? <sighs> movie passes back or coming back is it though maybe is it actually back? maybe 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 though? not so i had to google what's going on with movie pass let me tell you i have no idea but my top two results <laughs> okay. my back-to-back top two results on DuckDuckGo were like chef's kips perfect perfect First one, like first link was like, movie pass is coming back August 2022. Second post, former movie pass executives face fraud charges. <laughs> like, November 2022. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is this is this is wonderful. Can you possibly guess what the movie pass uh former executives are facing fraud charges for? Um, don't know. Tell me, I'm Cole. Obviously, deceiving investors. On the, of course they are. Quoting quoting the article from CNN.com, MoviePass's former CEO and the leader of its former parent company have been indicted on securities fraud charges for deceiving investors on the sustainability and profitability of the company's movie-a-day subscription model. Like, uh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Come I mean, on. If, if let's just say hypothetically we talked about this before we started recording the podcast, I would probably say those investors are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, come on, guys. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is this is but that, movie pass. Do you know what happened last time? But now I'm curious. Like, how are they coming back? It can't be. Are they still though? Okay. So I got an email back in August that was like, yo. MoviePass is coming back. Join the waitlist. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? I joined the waitlist because I got to do research on this, you know, for shenantics.rocks. Um, by the way, we should mention that MoviePass is a sponsor of the podcast. Just letting throwing that out there, okay? Um, they're not. So anyway, so so so, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up a second, and then I'll backing up. Who is Spike? Lee or Jones? Um. One word, spikes. Spikes. Anyway, spikes. Spikes who bought the company out of bankruptcy in 2021 had plans to get the service up. Wait, is that really? Is that his name, Spike? Uh, his, his or her, spikes. their name. His, their name. Spikes? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Spikes. It might be a last name. Um. Don't worry, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm trying to read quickly. Oh, it's Stacy Spikes. Yeah, Stacy Spikes. Stacy Spikes. Stacy Spikes. Uh, he seems nice. 
they're bringing it back. The, uh, originally on or around September 5th, but according to the website, now teases a Chicago launch on November 9th. I think we're past that. Oh, so that's the email. One of the emails I got was that they were going to have a MoviePass beta okay. app in Chicago, Dallas, and Kansas City. Oh. See, this is why we are we are the perfect market to be, be covering MoviePass at all times. Yeah, totally. And um, we are like the number one place for... Movie Pass um, News. You know, movie Pass News. I'm thinking maybe we change the name of the podcast to the Movie Pass Podcast. I I'm down. I'm down. Perfect. All right. We'll we'll start the switch very, very soon. Yeah. Moviepass.com says Chicago. Chicago waitlisters, November 9th, your wait is over. That's that's all it says on the website. Yeah, so I don't know if it wait, November 9th? So it launched. It launched, apparently. I wasn't a waitlister because maybe you should become beta tester. Yeah, maybe. Huh. Yeah, I mean, Movie Pass is like I don't know how it's going to work. You know? Yeah. It just so they say there's going to be three pricing tiers. It's going to depend on the market, but in general, the prices are going to be ten dollars, twenty dollars, and thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then each level will get a certain amount of credits. To be able to use towards movies each month, and just as more details to come. Hmm, interesting. But I'm wondering, what movie theaters are they partnering with? Why would a movie theater chain ever want to partner with them when they could just make their own, like so many theaters have? Yeah, because I think AMC has their own. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of like Chicagoland theaters, and I feel like all of them have their own well actually no hold on i'll play i'll devil's advocate advocate this for you Mm -hmm. okay i think now would be the perfect time to launch movie pass relaunch movie pass and have a value proposition for theaters the reason being is that you are following the devastation for theaters following covid19 where mm-hmm. decreased attendance and all that kind of stuff. And so what would I sell if I moved past selling it to theaters of why you should partner with me? The reason you should partner with me is that it is a form of advertising to get customers back into your theater, right? Like you can have your own pass and it that worked great when everyone was going to the movies. But now that people aren't going to the movies like they used to, it's not good enough just to have your own pass. And by the way, you keep your own pass. But like what we're going to do is... I'm going to be able to pull people in to your theater that might not otherwise be going. And so give me, let me take on the weight, the heavy lifting of trying to bring people back into this ecosystem. And then I'm going to send them your way. But in order to get that, in order for me to feed them into you, you need to partner with me on the service. I get that. But then I wonder Mm -hmm. if there are, so an AMC is not going to pick this up, right? No. Because AMC has their own. Alamo Draft House has their own. What other large like chain movie theaters could this work for? What? Probably not many, right? Maybe. Hold on. What is what is the one that's near Regal? Cineplex? Reg- Regal is the Regal? Regal's the Regal? other one. Does, Does Regal have their own? Or I'm no? about to find out. I gotta gotta regmovies.com. Let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out. I unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah, they have, they have one. <laughs> okay, so that becomes problematic because then you're focusing on the small indie theaters. Yeah. Which, God bless them. I love them. Yeah. They're great, and I think they should survive. But if somebody can't like just go to any theater they want mm-hmm. to see a movie, then it kind of lessens the power of having the movie pass. Yeah. Because you want to be able to just go wherever you want that's nearby to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so although there's like this marketing, quote-unquote, opportunity, mm-hmm. Like maybe that's like the actual market that movie pass should be going into yeah. is indie theaters and like giving them support through everything, you know, mm-hmm. and like marketing themselves as that, not as something, Hey, you want to go see uh freaking the new Marvel movie at AMC, then come use movie pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Not that I'm trying to save the company necessarily, but like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense because it's, it's much better I would I would assume since all the other theaters have done this already, it's probably better for them financially just to make their own. 
yeah. and signs some sort of contract with MoviePass, which like siphons people off into another thing, mm-hmm. which d- does eventually bring them to the theater mm-hmm. and make them buy concessions where they make the money. But I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem like... Um, I just don't know the market. I don't know who they're trying to... So... Yeah. I never... I've never signed up for any of these. Um, so, and I, I know tons of people, including you, that have signed up for one or the other or even movie pass back in the day. Do you still subscribe to any of the theaters? Yeah. So I still have my Alamo Drafthouse mm-hmm. one, but I've been increasingly frustrated with it. Why is that? So what happened was Alamo Drafthouse is $20 a month, okay, which is not bad. You could see unlimited movies mm-hmm. with it. Um, and Alamo makes all of their money on the food. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because that's like kind of part of the experience, right? You go and buy dinner and you eat the movie. You want eat the movie, obviously. You eat the movie and watch the food. Yeah, perfect. Um, perfect. I love it. Um, and I I enjoy going to Alamo Draft House. I think it's great. The problem is, so COVID happened and they paused the the program, which was fine. They said, hey, if you want to keep paying, then we take that money and we give it to the employees, which I thought was really nice. That is nice thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was paused for a really long time through the, through COVID. My local Alamo was closed for all of that time. Mm-hmm. And then they reopened and they, it took like a few months, but then they brought back the pass, which I was really happy about. And it was the same price. Okay. It was still $20, which was killer. Gavilla kind of got shafted a little bit because she was originally paying $10 for the movie pass. Mm-hmm. How much? She's paying 15 bucks. I'll, it was yeah, we knew it wasn't gonna last because we signed up when it was still a beta test. Yeah. And she got a different price than I was. So she was paying less than I was, and I'm not I'm I'm fine with it. Totally okay with that. Anyway, um, so when they brought back movie pass though, they added this nice little thing called like processing fees, <laughs> which is not fun. No. It's just like not a good time because I'm paying twenty dollars a month, but then when I want to go buy a ticket for a movie. I have to pay like a dollar. Oh man. To like in processing fees. Yeah. Which is just a little silly and I don't like it. The other big issue is when we when we want to buy tickets for a movie like far in advance. So like a movie that's like a month down the line, we can't apply the movie we can't apply the movie. I keep saying movie pass. We can't we can't apply our Alamo Draft House pass. Really? Has it always been like that? Well, anyway, that's what frustrates me is I don't like it. That is kind of annoying. It's, like why yeah, anything more than a week yeah you can't apply to the pass oh that is really annoying which is just super frustrating because like i'm buying the pass yeah and you know i'm gonna have unlimited movies for the month so that's a little annoying mm-hmm. my friend has both amc and alamo because he's like really big into movies and goes very often mm-hmm. and i think he has i think there's tiers for the amc but i could be wrong about that but the amc pass seems great I think you can do whatever you want with it. Oh, wow. Okay. As far as I can remember. But um, I like going to Alamo because, I don't know, it's a better movie experience for me. Yeah. I don't think, I still don't think we have one in Chicago. Um, But I do. Really? No? I want to, I want to start watching movies again. There was a period there where you really, you like spurred me into watching movies a lot more often. Oh, yeah? and uh like la la land yeah exactly yeah good time yeah and it was it was fun and i've fall, i've kind of dropped off like relating it back to what we were talking about earlier i feel like a lot of my consumption has drastically changed because i can't watch and consume serious i can't watch and consume like serious things anymore it feels like like i i i mm. i like kind of turn towards less seriousness, right? I want the comedies. I want the lighthearted or I want something that I've watched before. Like we, we do lots of rewatching like TV shows that we've seen before, parenthood, modern family, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I just, I don't know. And it just, that has changed for me and it's hard to find lighthearted things that I want to watch these days. Um, hmm. And I think that also yeah. applies to movies, but I think a movie would be easier than a show because it's easier watching a serious in-depth requires all my attention movie for two to three hours compared to having to watch um, uh, 
having to like watch a show that's two or three seasons long of serious in-depthness but um you know i'm kind of a, i'm kind of in the same boat to be honest oh yeah yeah i i kind of am re-watching a lot of things now not so much watching new things i mean here and there i mean i went to go see the new black panther recently that was in a theater though mm-hmm. so i don't know like i i'm kind of with you a little bit i re-watching a lot of stuff yeah nowadays and i really need to convince myself to watch something new my letterbox has been like very bare yeah yeah same here recently same here so all right skanky i gotta finish up packing so we gotta finish up with a food finish and then uh we can wrap up this uh this food wonderful this podcast episode yeah podcast so what's the food finish for tonight skanky i think it's uh apple favorite apple related food ooh, item ooh all right I, i'm i'm yeah. tied i've i've two oh give it to me baby but i feel like one is kind of just like like the the easy basic one right like i i would kill for an apple pie anytime hot apple pie ice cream yeah, on top yeah. like you can't beat that but my second one apple cider donuts freaking love apple cider donuts apple cider donuts are so good yeah, that, that, that's what I would say. Those those are my those are my top two. So let's, let's assume everyone everyone wants a hot, warm baked apple pie with ice cream. Yeah, I think that's an easy assumption. Everyone, everyone, apple pie a la mode. Exactly. Yeah, everyone wants that. So then I'm going to go with the second one that isn't everyone: apple cider donuts all the way. That's the thing. I also love apple cider donuts. I think that's also mine. Oh, but maybe I could say. Apple cider in general. Ooh, all right. All it's right. It's a food item. It is. It is. You could drink it, and I think it's awesome. Also, sparkling apple cider is Hold on. Lit. Hold on. Regular apple cider, hot or cold? Both. Whoa. All right. I like cold, and I like I like hot apple cider, and you add a little bit of cinnamon in there. Oh, there we go. That That's top tier. All right. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. You know, they really should move, throwing it out there, all you coffee places out there. By the way, I haven't had coffee in like a month. Um, but all you coffee sick, <laughs> all you coffee out places out there. Let's. What if we we take a year? Not that I don't love it, but take a year and we'll we'll put pumpkin on the bench and we'll bring apple up. Only have apple coffees for a year. Apple coffees for a year. Yeah. For a whole year. No, 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 no. But like for the season for that year. Oh, for the season. Right. Okay. So we get into the fall season for 2023. We do apple lattes instead of pumpkin apple lattes. lattes. Well, Gabo likes this Starbucks drink. What's that has apple crisp? Apple crisp. There's a Starbucks drink with apple. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'll tell you. Oh, well, it was for fall. Oh, apple crisp oat milk macchiato. Oh, that sounds amazing. It, uh, I did have it a few times. And it was phenomenal? Uh, it was very, very good. All right. All yeah, right. I also really love oat milk. So. All right. Damn. Yeah. Which so. we can talk about in our next episode about milk. Exactly. In 2024. I think a whole episode in 2024 about milk preferences mm. would really go over well. Mm. Actually, you know. With our fans. Yeah, I agree. And actually, I do have a lot of thoughts on milk. So we should probably mark that one up for, for next time. Um, Perfect. Emcall, do you remember how to do the I was just about to say, let, I... let me see if I can remember how to do this. Hey, guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. Uh New episodes go live when they're recorded. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know when a new episode goes live, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash shenanticspod. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Totally active. <laughs> or the Discord. And Skanky, where, yeah, where can... Definitely follow <laughs> go on the Discord, too. Where can they find you on the internet? Not many places. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Welcome. Welcome to Mount Club. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, I guess, Twitter. Yeah. You know it already. Yeah. If you follow it. I don't need any new followers, so you already know. Then you're good. There you go. Yeah. How about you, M. Cole? Uh, I deleted my Twitter accounts this week, so uh, I'm on... Did you tweet something, by the way? Because I tried to find it, and then it was deleted. I did. I Right before I deleted it, I tweeted two things. And like, actually, like how Ryder messaged me was like, was your account hacked? You haven't done anything for two years. And then you tweet goodbye. Wait, can you, what was the tweet? So I know. Oh, I have no... I don't remember. 
I remember my first one was. This is terrible because I was. Oh, I can I actually was in the tweet. I can tell you. Hold on. Actually, I can't tell you my last one because I I downloaded. Okay, so the second to last or the last one was. Um, my Twitter archive is now available. Like, I'll see you guys later. Maybe we should record an episode of Shenantics. And that was oh, it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because people like responded, like Web responded. And I was like, then I looked at the tweet and it was like, this count no longer exists. I was like, what did he tweet? I, but now you're making me even happier that it went out like this. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Really, you really caused a stir. Guns a blazing. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Could put something for people to respond to and then just it, peace. So, um, but yeah, I Mastodon. You can follow me on Mastodon. I'm M. Cole on Mastodon Social. And what the fuck is Matt? I'd love okay. Till next, next time. <laughs> next time. I don't know what that is. Alright, I'll see you guys um, sometime. Right, bye everyone. Bye. Oh, shenantics.rocks. That's where you can find our podcast. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna edit this. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>